Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? It is the most wonderful day outside today. Don't know where, what it's like where you are, but where I am, it is a beautiful summer's day. <laughs> and it's the 1st of June. It's my birthday my birthday this month and it's also my little boy's birthday tomorrow yay so um he is going to be seven wowzers and well I won't tell you how old I'm gonna be we don't want to know that do we <laughs> but my birthday isn't until the end of the month but happy June everybody oh now I have got to go and read a little story for the little ones at the library. But apart from that, I am as free as a bird today. No work. Children have got no school. So we're going to go round and see their grandma. Um, I'm going to go and see my mum and have lunch round there sounds good to me and my brothers are I'm having a little um shop in my garden um right at the bottom of my garden and it's going to be selling all my handmade things so um my brothers are putting that up for me and I'm having it painted pink oh so exciting pink is my favorite color so <laughs> I'll have a little shop a pink shop with pink carpet um down at the end of my garden <laughs> oh, all with the fairies you know <laughs> because my my little shop is going to be called fairy tale knits so we're fairy mad in our house <laughs> anyway do you want to know a fun fact i have got a good one today did you know that babies are born with 300 bones in their bodies <gasps> 300 but adults so when you're grown up you only have 260 bones so where do the others go how can you have less bones as an adult than you do when you're born that just seems weird i mean you don't walk along and little bones drop out of your body do they <laughs> so apparently some some of the little bones, some of the tiny ones, fuse together to make bigger bones. That's why um, you're you have more as an as a baby, but they may have more bones when they're born. But babies don't have kneecaps. Kneecaps, you know those little bones. Um, the hard bones where your knees are well babies are born without those and they develop or they grow as the babies get older so if anyone ever calls you a baby you can say to them look i have kneecaps i am not a baby <laughs> so there you go information oh, is always a good thing you learn something new every day, don't you? So, what about the story? Do you think they're going to find Saucepan, Moonface and Silky? Well, I hope so. 
Let's find out in chapter 25. Everything comes right. So it sounds like they do find them, doesn't it? But let's check. Chapter 25. After a good rest, the six woodpeckers set to work again at the hole they had made. Went their strong beaks drumming away at the wood. Everyone watched to see the hole getting bigger and bigger. Then a voice floated up, singing a mournful song. Two kettles for Silky, two saucepans for me, two dishes for Moonface. We're sad as can be. That's the old saucepan man, said Joe in delight. Did you hear his silly song? Oh, that's to tell us that they're all there. Move aside a bit, woodpeckers, and let me call to them. The woodpeckers made room for Joe by the hole. He stuck his head through it and yelled loudly, Silky, Moonface, Saucepan, we're going to rescue you. We'll pull you through a hole we've made at the back of the Angry Pixie's room. Well, there was a squeal of delight from Silky, a shout from Moonface and a clatter of pans from Saucepan. We're coming, we're coming, yelled Moonface. We've got a rope to come up by. We shan't be long. Is the hole big enough to squeeze through? Not yet, shouted back Joe, but the woodpeckers are just going to set to work again and they'll soon have it made bigger. went the woodpecker's strong beaks and the hole grew larger and larger. At last, it really was big enough for anyone to get through. Joe leaned through it, his torch shining into the slippery slip. He saw a light gleaming a little way down and noticed a rope shaking nearby as if someone was holding onto it. They're coming up, he said to the others. They've got a light of some sort too. Oh, it's a candle. I can see Moonface now. He's the first and he's helping Silky up. The old saucepan man is behind. Oh, they'll soon be here. Angry Pixie, put on a kettle to boil some water, please. I expect they would like some hot chocolate or something. And have you got anything to eat? I've got pop cakes and Google buns, said the angry pixie, looking into a tin. They'll like those. Moonface at last hauled himself right up to the hole. His round face looked white and rather worried, but he gave Joe a grin as usual. Help Silky through first, he said. Joe and Rick pulled Silky through the hole. She looked pale too. Oh, but how Glad she was to see all her friends. She flung her arms around Beth and Franny and they all cried tears of joy down one another. Then Moonface squeezed through the hole and last of all, all the old saucepan man, though he had to take off a few pans before he could get through. We never, never thought we'd be rescued, said Moonface. We'd quite given up hope. We kept knocking and banging, hoping someone would hear us. Yes, we did hear you, said Joe. That's what made us think you might be trapped in the slippery slip. But Moonface, how did you get there? What happened? Wait a minute. Let them have something to eat and drink first, said What's-His-Name. They must be terribly hungry, not having had anything to eat and drink for so long. 
Oh, we had plenty, said Moonface. We didn't starve. But I'll tell you all about it. Everyone settled down to hear his story. You see, one morning this week, Silky Saucepan and I were sitting up in my house talking, began Moonface, and suddenly we saw two people from the land of tempers looking in at us. Yes, Sir Stampalot and Lady Yellowround, said Joe. We know them. Well, they looked very fiercely at us, said Moonface, and they told us they wanted to leave the land of tempers because the headman was very angry with them about something. I think they'd broken his windows in a temper. Well, they had escaped and they meant to live in the faraway tree. They'd found it by accident that their land was over it, you see. And they wanted your house, cried Rick. Yes, said Moonface. They'd been down the tree and seen that Silky's house was empty because Silky was up here with me and had taken that for themselves. At least Yellowround meant to have it for herself and Stampalot meant to have mine. And they said they had stopped up the trapdoor at the bottom, said Silky, and they meant to push us down the slippery slip and then stop up the hole in Moonface's room so that we would be prisoners in the hole. Well, you can guess how frightened we were, said Moonface. Old Saucepan heard it all because Stampalot shouted so loudly, and the clever old thing began to stuff his kettles and saucepans with food from my larder and some candles too and matches and a rope. I couldn't think what he was doing. So, of course, when we were pushed into the slippery slip, we had plenty of food, said Silky, putting her arm around Saucepan and hugging him. All because Saucepan was so clever. He managed to tie the rope onto something so that we had we had that to climb up and down on if we wanted to, said Moonface. And we found a little sort of cubby hole halfway down where we could sit and eat and drink. We lit a candle and then Silky thought of knocking and banging somewhere near to the angry pixie's house just in case you might be there and hear it. Oh, we were so worried about you, said Joe. We just simply didn't know what to do. I'm so glad we thought of the woodpeckers. So you're not really very hungry or thirsty after all. No, not very, said Moonface, but some of the cake we got brought got rather stale. Woodpeckers, would you like it? Oh, it was a treat for the woodpeckers and they pecked up the stale cake eagerly before they flew off. They had been very pleased to help. And now what are we going to do about turning Stampalot and yell around out of our pit? houses said silky we can't all live with the angry pixie his house is too small just as she said that there came the sound of shouting and yelling some way up the tree everyone listened that's yell around i'm sure said silky let's go and see what was hap what's happening well quite a lot was happening about eight people from the land of tempers with the head man leading them had come down the tree to capture Stampalot and Yellowround. The head man had remembered what Franny had said and had come to find the two escaped people.
They had easily found Stampalot, for he was asleep in Moonface's house, which was not far below the ladder leading up to the Land of Tempers. But Yellowround had not been so easily captured. She had seen the headman climbing down the tree and had tried to escape. She'd fallen and had hung by one foot from a branch, yelling and squealing because she was so afraid of falling. And the headman picked her up by her foot and dragged her up the tree like that. Everyone watched in silence. Yellowround was squealing loudly in a terrible rage, but nobody took any notice. I won't go back to the land of tempers, she yelled. I won't, I won't. But she had to. Up the ladder she was carried, upside down, and Stampalot was pushed up too. Serves them right, said Moonface, taking our houses from us and trapping us in the slippery slip like that. They all went up. Moonface was sad to see his house so untidy and so many of his things broken. Everyone helped him to put it right. Then they all looked at the stuffed up slippery slip. Well, the spell put on it will be gone now that those two horrible people have gone, said Moonface. We should be able to pull everything out. So it wasn't long before the hole was free of all the things that stuffed it up. Moonface shook out his cushions and grinned at the children. Well, everything's all right again, he said. I'm so happy. It's lovely to have good friends like you. We'd better get home now, said Joe. We've been away quite a long time. We can't slide down the slippery slip because it's all stuffed up at the bottom, said Franny. Well, I'll send a message down to the red squirrel to clear it, said Moonface. He whistled to a sparrow sitting on a nearby branch. Hey, little brown bird, fly down to the red squirrel and tell him to open the trap door at the bottom of the tree and clear the slide there, will you? He asked. Tell him to do it at once. The sparrow flew off. Moonface handed around a tin of toffee shocks and everyone took one. Just time to have one while the squirrel is clearing out the mess, he said. Hey, I can hear the land of tempers moving off. Sure enough, there came the noise of the land moving away. The curious creaking, groaning noise that the strange lands always made when they went. What land will come next, I wonder, said Joe. I know what it'll be, said What's-His-Name. I heard the head man of the Land of Tempers say that the Land of Presence was due tomorrow. Oh, said Moonface, his eyes shining. We must all go to that. The Land of Presence, ah, that's a marvellous land. We can all go and get as many presents as we like just as if it was our birthdays. Come tomorrow, will you? We'll all go. I can get some new carpets and things. Stampalot spoilt so many of my belongings. We'll come, said Joe, as he slid down the slippery slip on a yellow cushion. We will all come. See you tomorrow. (laughs) 
Wow, the land of presents, that sounds lovely. I wouldn't mind the land of presents. Maybe I could take my little boy up there tomorrow because <laughs> it is his birthday <laughs> and he'd be able to choose some presents. Anyway, that all came out absolutely perfect, didn't it? They found them and at least they didn't starve while they were down there. Oh, my goodness, that would have been just awful. Um, But at least they've now got fresh air and sunshine. <laughs> so, are we all set for a really, really lovely day? I hope so, because I am. And I would like to think that you have a lovely day too. But don't forget to come back and join me tomorrow and we will go up to the land of presents together. Yes? Sound good to you? Oh, yes. Sounds good to me, definitely. So, until then, make sure that you have the most amazing day, but make sure also that you take care and you stay safe, okay? And I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.